Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Oh, I'm going to a city it lies for. Hello, everybody. God bless you today. Hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Prophetic News Radio broadcast, and uh, we have a great guest for you today. We are going to be talking with author James Sunquist, um, and we will be talking about Carl Jung and psychology. Is it fact or fiction? So stay tuned for that. The chat room is open. If you would like to go there, I'll be checking the chat room. And also remember, this is a live call-in show. And if you have a question for either myself or James during the program, the call-in number is 914-338-1638. Also, uh, I'd like to mention our website, propheticnews.com, and uh, our YouTube channel is Jonah T for Tom 48. And also, uh, we're here every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the uh, Prophetic News radio broadcast. And also, we're on Monday on the Prophecy Zone radio network on Blog Talk Radio. And that's that's from uh, 2 to 3 p.m. So if you'd like to tune in for that. Also, um, I wanted to uh, make you aware of a few things that were going on this week in... Uh, Christianity land, and uh, a friend of mine who has a YouTube channel, uh, Kevin Oliver, and his YouTube channel is NYTN, Not Your Typical Negro. Uh, Kevin's been on there for quite a few years. He's had over a million visitors to his YouTube channel, and uh, he's been producing some great informative videos, and uh, also he's one of the co-hosts there at uh, Church Folk Revolution on uh, Blog Talk Radio, but we've been, uh, all of us have been anyway, doing some exposés on the Eddie Long scandal, and you know that Eddie Long uh, was accused of having uh, homosexual relations with some of the young men in his church, and he was being sued by these young men, and he denied the allegations and said he was going to fight them. But anyway, he wound up paying uh, millions of dollars in settlement money, which is really bribe money, so that they can never talk about it. But I, uh, I believe in forgiveness and repentance, but so far Eddie has not repented, and... Uh, 
he needs to uh, tell the truth and uh, come clean. So we haven't yet to see that. But anyway, Creflo Dollar had uh, preached in his church last week that he was uh, a friend of Eddie Long's and that he was going. Uh, he was telling people that if they left Eddie's church, they should go back because he didn't want them. So anyway, Kevin made a video about it, and uh, Creflo found out, and he he had uh, <laughs> he had Kevin Oliver's channel terminated on YouTube, which. I don't know. I, you know, everybody has a right to uh, their opinion, uh, and especially if it's a biblical truth, we have the duty to uh, tell people about it. So um, I don't think that we're supposed to be going and, and trying to get uh, people's ministries shut down unless uh, they're doing something like molesting children uh, they definitely need to be shut down. Or, um, you know, if they're doing things that they aren't supposed to be doing when people are putting their trust in, in them. So uh, anyway, uh, if you'd like to uh, give a shout-out to uh, Kevin Oliver, uh, he's on Facebook in, in support of uh, having his channel, um, if they could you know, put it back on. I know that he's got another one. I think it's NYTN in America. But uh, if you Google Kevin Oliver or go on Facebook, I think you'll find him. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. But I expect that, you know, if Creflo uh, was upset by anything that Kevin said, then uh, they should have been able to have a conversation besides them going uh, and uh, reporting him to YouTube and having his channel terminated, which is ridiculous. Uh, it's like somebody was uh, posted something about uh, YouTube has uh, videos about rape and murder and uh, witchcraft, and they don't terminate these channels, but yet they, they terminated Kevin for merely uh, stating some facts about Creflo Dollar and Eddie Long. But God really blessed it because the, the uh, video went viral, and then they've been talking about it. Uh, one of the anchors from CNN was talking about it. Uh, uh, Tom Joyner, I think, talked about it on his radio program. So, uh, God, it sounds like a promotion for uh, Kevin Oliver's videos and uh, Church Folk Revolution. So, anyway, I just want to uh, bring on my guest, one of my favorite guests, James Sunquist. Hi, James. Susan, hi. A delight to be with you again. We we should call this a series at this point, right? <laughs> um, we've done some shows together. Yes, it, this is a happy birthday, James. Thank you, and I won't tell you how many. 39 several <laughs> times over, right? <laughs> oh, well, I hope many more. But uh, I enjoyed the uh, PowerPoint presentation that you sent me this morning. It was very, very informative. And, Thank you. Uh, well, I, I thought if you're actually looking at it, a picture speaks a thousand words, and it's yes. so clear. I spent thousands of hours uh, studying it, thinking it through, trying to conceptualize how to put it visually so you could see an actual picture. Oh, it's well done. 
quality, if you will. Really well done. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, I, I thought that, that that's a really good way to uh, present it to people where they could understand it. And, and, it's, uh, and it's irrefutable. No one has been able to, to refute it. And I and I had written the letters to the Young Institute in uh, Zurich to confirm, uh, as well as ask questions to verify that um, his personality profiling uh, was derived from from um, a spirit guy named Philemon, as well as particularly based on uh, evolution. Uh, and it's hard to talk about just one component. There's so many aspects of it. You think personality profiling it couldn't be more innocent than that. Can't we just have a little fun? Uh, can't we just talk about what animal you are and what animal I am and and, and whether you're more female or male in your psychological oh. makeup? Yeah, uh, there was even uh, somebody that had come out with a teaching that God was male and female. <laughs> and so there's it a kind of, uh, it kind of coincides with that whole personality profiling thing where it Carl Jung actually said everybody was bisexual. Yes, and the uh, I got a, a, attacked by some of his defenders that said that uh that that, that was complete <laughs> nonsense, but I didn't accuse him of a, in in a literal uh, uh bisexual um uh, component but more to uh, address the psychological component as and the same with Rick Warren I would not have, uh, have accused Rick Warren of believing in unisex uh, blending of the opposites uh, but nevertheless the the spiritual component is really the most important anyway because it's it's dealing with male and female he created them uh, God did yeah uh, so th there's clear lines of distinction, just as there are in uh, different kinds of animals. Uh, every, everyone was made in its own kind. And I would think Christians would, would wake up and smell the coffee and then not try to make personality profiles based on animals, when in fact Scripture uh, <laughs> uses animals to primarily dis describe uh, when people were, became reprobate minds, he turned them over to have be unreasoning animals. So why would you want to use an animal as your template for your character, your uh, personality profile? And their animals are used uh, throughout Scripture, as you know, um, but they're never used to describe a personality. They're used to describe character. Yeah. In every single instance, and I defy anyone and challenge anyone to prove that I am mistaken in that regard. Uh, you have uh, Carl uh, Gary Smalley. He's he's one of many that have integrated uh, Christianity or psychology and psychotherapy with the scripture, and has his, oh. his personality profiling thing out there. And he's going to be speaking at. Um, in Robert Schuller's Crystal Cathedral. Oh. A major uh, leader and spoke at Rick Warren's conferences. Uh, and so I wrote a piece. I'll maybe do some quotes off of that, which which is integrated with uh, what you wanted to talk about, the Carl Jung uh, personality profiling thing that Rick Warren uses in shape, et cetera. Uh, and, but here we have uh, how you can use an animal to describe personality. Uh, for example, uh, Susan, um, 
the Bible uses the word lion, um, and in one sense it's used to describe Jesus as the lion of Judah. Yeah, right. So that's a, a character trait, um, and a and it's a and it's a royal attribute for the lion being the king of the of the jungle, if you would. Yes. Uh, um, in the, in the positive sense, totally. Uh, but David slew lions, um, and the, uh, the uh, Paul describes uh, the your enemy, the adversary, the devil, uh, roams to and fro the earth uh, to seek whom he may devour as a roaring as a what roaring lion. lion. Yeah. So here we have lion, an animal used in the Bible in completely uh, opposite. Um, uh, realms and applications. Uh, we're a sheep, um, and my sheep hear his his voice. So, in one sense, that's positive. The shepherd, the Lord Jesus, is our shepherd, and we we're, we're sheep. But he also uses it uh, in a degrading way. Uh, we are all sheep who have gone astray, uh, each one unto his own way. Uh, where sheep are dumb before the shears. Uh, uh, And yet we have sheep, one particular sheep, and we have Jesus is described as the Lamb of God, which would be a sheep, the slain, um, for our our sins. So to plug in an animal uh, to to describe your personality uh, (laughs) is insane. (laughs) Really, but what did Carl Jung think of Christianity? Uh, well, he didn't. He used religion in a way. Uh, his uh, predecessor and mentor before that uh, was was far more atheistic. And he he. Uh, I got an email from somebody that said that Carl Jung did believe in the Holy Spirit, uh, but his it's another spirit, just like right. another Jesus. Uh, so I was. You know, I was ready to, to stand corrected because I said in psychotherapy and, and uh, personality pro- profiling there is no ho- Holy Spirit. Um, well, there is no Holy Spirit in its true biblical sense, and where the Holy Spirit is the third part of the Trinity. Uh, yes. But to say that uh, uh, that that's with, so I'm saying that with a, a word of caution. Um, so you you have the slideshow. Uh, we could spend hours just going over. Um, yeah, I've got it up, and, and I, I'm, I'm because I, ha- I thought some of these points were so well made, uh, well done, that uh, this would be great for people to understand. Because I know some people, uh, for instance, like Carlton Pearson, who was uh, at one time or claimed to be a, a Pentecostal Christian, he he became a believer later on. Him and his wife in. Uh, ultimate reconciliation and universalism but they had been studying Carl Jung so it it was part of what happened to them whether or not they were ever really born again is another question but it was part of their downfall is when they started delving into uh, these new age philosophies so uh, uh, I thought that these points that you um, I'll I'll read what he what's quoted from, from Carl Jung's Book, memory, dreams, reflections, uh, and published in uh, the book. Well, the book they're quoting from uh, his dreams and reflections, but this book was published uh, in 1963. The 
uh, quoting uh, Carl Jung, he says, Slowly I came to understand that this communion had been a fatal experience for me, meaning uh, the communion of the Lord's Supper. Um, it had provided hollow, more than that, it had proved to be a total loss. I knew that I would never again be able to participate in this ceremony. Why, that is not religion at all, I thought. It is the absence of God. The church is a place I should not go. That sounds like Harold Camping. (laughs) (laughs) It's not life which is there, but death. Now, ironically, there's some components of truth to that. Um, uh, Yes, it was death. We celebrate the Lord's death uh, every time we celebrate communion. We celebrate his death, his resurrection, and his coming again when we... uh, have the marriage supper of the Lamb, uh, when Jesus said, I will not drink anew with you until I drink in my Father's kingdom. So that will be the wedding marriage supper of the Lamb that we will literally drink um, Christ, with Christ, but it will be in commemoration because clearly Jesus is not dead. He's alive forevermore. Hallelujah. Yes. Um, but, but to take this not peripheral or a sidebar or just a, a just an anecdotal, uh, you know, thought that Carl Jung held. No, this is a foundational pillar to his philosophy. Now, if you think that isn't bad enough, um, his personality theory that from which uh, Rick Warren's shape program is drawn, and again, I, uh, I love to, as a, from a journalist standpoint, to not only cite your sources, don't use hearsay, but actually go to the any place you can go to the origins of of the teaching or the institutes that are promoting this to get a, a second corroboration uh, to establish something as a fact. Because it's yeah. a serious matter to go out there saying something that somebody believes or teaches, sure. and then and say Rick Warren's promoting this and not being able to back it up. Right. Um, and do you, did you see the uh, the slide of the spirit guide that uh, Carl Jung... Yeah, I saw that. That was really interesting. So I wrote down some of the points, uh, his view on Christianity, and also you had talked about neo-Gnosticism. But I think that that term is very important because what is Gnosticism? How can people understand that, that they might be involved in Gnosticism? Um, well, it, there's there's a range of what it involves, but it, it really comes from uh, the word t- to know or knowledge, uh, and it, it's nothing really new. Uh, when they say neo gnosticism, it, it's or neo paganism. Of course, there's nothing new about paganism. It's just neo means new and means what it, what's done with it in in the more recent times, uh, more contemporary. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what the neo part is. The, yes. the Gnosticism, uh, it, it's really made up of different kind of components in different schools, depending on who you're you're talking to. But uh, it it's a, a basis of, uh, of of where you what you can get uh, on your own in terms of of knowledge in. Uh, and it goes clear back to the Garden of Eden. Uh, uh, 
this knowledge that you will be like we are, where uh, it was the warning in the so garden. You could be like God. Gnosticism is, is, in simple terms, it's basically a belief where you could be like God. Uh, yes, or if you don't believe in God, just simply whatever the ultimate uh, uh, path to being perfect. Uh, yeah. Which is really why evolution is so important. The idea of evolution is that if we were created out of just um, spontaneous uh, spontaneous generation of matter and cells and everything, and eventually you become man after you've been through a bunch of beasts. We talk about beasts, right, in the evolution process, the common ancestor being some kind of a beast. Uh, yeah, of course, eventually, we don't believe in evolution. Uh, the goal, and, and this is... Uh, the process of getting to the goal, well, what is the goal in evolution for, for, for humans is is perfection, where, yeah. where man gets to be a perfect. Now, the in some camps, perfect means you become God. And others, right. uh, in more humanist things who don't believe in God, it's just simply, okay, man becomes per- perfect, and at that point, uh, it if you look at the curve, it's the curve goes up, up, up as man gets better and better and more and more involved, and then it becomes a flat line straight across because over time there is no improving because you're already perfect. Um, so the reason you get the idea that it, it's, it's God is because uh, perfection is, you know, Jesus Christ is perfect, he's sinless, God is perfect. We use use that. And so depending on the camps, um if you're if you're talking about um, uh, how re- how how religious the camp is versus say how a- uh, atheistic or humanist uh, you're talking, uh, and I don't know if that helped refine. And then it, of course we have the the, uh, the 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 Gnosticism whereby spirituality became um, the perfecting of spirituality became by using invoking the mystery religions. Uh, and you get initiated, and then you get to higher and higher levels. That's what you have in Masonic organization and and uh, even Mormonism. Uh, and the uh, Charles Darwin's most of it, uh, you know, his his uh, close relatives, his father, and everything were were uh, were high masons. There's not a, a record with certainty that uh, that Darwin was, but the philosophy yeah. uh, is there. Um, uh in that regard uh and and so uh it's um i see that uh in this slide presentation that you put together about uh Carl Jung and his beliefs um you stated that he practiced astrology taoism and a belief in evolution he had a spirit guide named Philemon in fact, that's a picture on the slideshow. Uh, you can you can yeah. do this on our our Perfect Peace Plan website. It's so they can go, go to your website to look at this slideshow. Yeah, but it but on the slideshow, I'm I'm actually a, a speaker at the Prophecy Conference, the Southwest Radio Prophecy Conference, and there's and it's where I went down there to speak. Um, it's uh, I was a speaker on Rick Warren, and there's two parts, and I did yeah. Rick so was that recently that you spoke at their oh, convention? That, that conference was, oh man, uh, it's several years ago. Uh, oh, 
uh, that I did the conference. But I have. Yeah. What's interesting is the the, uh, the some things uh, are are old news or expired, uh, but there's not, that particular uh, uh, use of the describing the roots of the Carl Jung teaching embedded in Rick Warren's shape personality profiling. Um, you look at that now, there's nothing that's changed. It's just as current today as it was several years ago. Right. Um, oh, yeah, this is something that this this topic here, is, I think it will, it'll be current until we leave here because it's always an area of interest because there's so many people that become involved in these things and they don't really realize what they're involved in. They haven't done, like you said, a, a good a journalist checks their facts, double checks their facts, and uh, you've certainly done that in this slide presentation. So, it's we we want people to understand that they it, some things that they get involved in can be dangerous because it's it's ba um, based in the occult, and uh, that seems to be. Um, and the young. word occult means uh, occult means hidden. Uh, Yes. And what is hidden are the, the 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 deep mysteries of God, or to become like God. But they're mysteries that uh, either they aren't true, uh, or they're they're the only way you could get them is you have to go through a spirit guide or get initiated, and and you can't get there. And if you've got these these profiles and personality tests and things you got to take, you just don't take one on your own uh, by yourself. And then you figure out where you stand. The thing is, uh, everything is scored and measured and given a number, numerology, if you would. And then it has yeah. to have an interpreter. And so you're totally stocking up a crick without a paddle unless you have an interpreter of this profile and this test and questionnaire you took. Yeah. Um, now, Paul was very, very uh, passionately, almost sarcastic, but he was definitely rebuking with the strongest of words, uh, uh, the Christians, mind you, these are Christians that he's rebuking because they were trying to measure their spirituality. So uh, uh, so Paul comes back in the strongest language when, he, when they, they were trying to um, say, well, I'm, I'm a, a follower of Apollos, or uh, I, uh, I follow Paul, and, and you think, well, he'd be stroked because, oh, you're following Paul, that's great. But, but the Paul's point was that, that these people are trying to be, and he, he got really sarcastic and called these so-called super apostles. Um, he was so uh, uh, incensed at this idea of, of that the, the super kahunas, the, the people that you have these mentors, these uh, spirit guys, uh, <laughs> And uh, so he was not only sharply rebuking, he was extremely sarcastic. Now, how could the point be more strongly made, uh, Susan? Yes, absolutely. We we uh, we only have one leader, and that's Jesus Christ. So we can't we don't uh, depend on the flesh or the or human beings. I mean, we can all learn something from each other, but ultimately, we base everything upon. Uh, Jesus Christ, our belief in Jesus Christ and the Word of God. But I notice also that this Carl Jung's human psyche and personality theory and uh, its basis in hypnosis. Could you just talk a little bit about the dangers of his hypnosis? 
Well, you're, you're putting your your uh, your mind or your spirit in charge. Uh, you're basically given the reins. You're handing them over to somebody else. Um, but it also the the scripture warns. Uh, it says, "Put on the mind of Christ." It, and it says, "Gird up, gird up the loins of your mind," meaning put, gird up, put 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 uh, walled up boundaries, um, so that you're constantly on guard and be ever vigilant and sober minded. Uh, and there's a word that to use circumspect. Uh, circumspect is the idea of having eyes all the way around your head, so you're, there's nothing that is hidden. Where it isn't revealed that that you're constantly being able to see. So, you, when you surrender that, uh, uh, first of all, it would, it's horrific enough if you're surrendering it to a, a, a somebody that's putting you under hypnosis that isn't a Christian, uh, uh, and that when you become a, a person can become becomes demon possessed, they're surrendering um, their mind, and then when Jesus cast out the demons. Uh, they they were possessed by uh, other spirits that had control of their mind, their thinking, uh, and their spirit. So when you are under hypnosis, you're surrendering that to somebody else. Now, they said, well, it's okay to do that because it's for a good cause. Um, <laughs> but I don't see any scripture that no. surrender that for even a nanosecond in your in your life. Right. <laughs> We're not supposed uh, to uh, turn our our uh, minds over to uh, and, and, and any other human just, being. Uh, it could be like a turn into a Jim Jones situation. And what is the goal? Uh, Paul talks about the goal of our instruction is love. Um, and right. and where's the sound doctrine in this hypnotism process? Um, these these tests. Um, uh, Sarah Leslie put together a great. She's a, one of these specialists in psychometrics. Oh, yeah. She put a questionnaire, uh, uh, and she uh, and this is whether it is Rick Warren's shape test or uh, uh, whatever you're being tested for. Uh, and well, why why do they even have to have this kind of testing in a church? It's like it doesn't even belong there. Uh, well, the, the idea is to help you serve God better, um, and when, when in fact, in the reality is, <laughs> Rick Warren uses the uh, uh, these covenants you have to sign. Well, one of the, the covenants in, includes this personality profiling, and it's it's to find out um, the, ostensibly you can find out more about yourself. Again, it's all about me. Uh, but then they say that in order to serve, <clears throat> but what, what they're really doing, they're they accessing keep, they, they keep these on files on you too. Yeah, and you know we're getting Big Brother. Uh, yeah, a com- combination of George Orwell. Um, yeah, <laughs> nineteen in nineteen eighty four, Brave New Worlds, and the whole combination. Uh, but who would ever dreamed it would be the church that would be in charge of and have all this data on you? Uh, yes. Uh, but she asked some great questions. I'll, 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 this is any test that you're taking. Um, uh, who's scoring the test? What company? What agency? What entity? How are the scores uh, being scored and data banked? 
uh, who's in charge of this information on you they have, um, who constructed the tests, uh, is it under contract, are you, being, are you paying for the spirituality, um, are you, in order to find out how you measure up, are you being measured against yourself <laughs> or somebody else, um, yeah. <laughs> who owns the scores, um, what happens if you don't take the test, um, are you removed from the church? Um, is are these is the results of these tests handed over to the government? Um, yeah. Handed over to an ecclesiastical authority o- over you. Um, are you if you do not pass mustard with these tests, um, are you then forced to take mental health counseling? And if you yeah. it, you're you're, right. you're put under church discipline. Um, uh, <laughs> these tests are given to missionaries. Uh, and they're not just used to help you find your way in, the, in, the, in your calling. Uh, you're required to take them in, in a host of church denominations. Um, and you, and if, they, if there's any problems you're having in your ministry, you're forced to take the, uh, these mental health uh, tests. Uh, and if you refuse to take them, uh, then they send you to... Uh, they re- say you have to go to get mental health counseling. Um, yes. And Not so really. they uh, they use these uh, these these tests to to virtually c- control you. And if you uh, you can't get your credentials without taking right. these pastoral right. con- credentials. Um, and it isn't just it's for the members of the church, but it's also for uh, employees, right? Uh, anyone that wants to work there, be in the ministry. Yeah. Um, and and I've got nightmare stories. Uh, I, I call it the uh, uh, purpose-driven, uh, the ultimate purpose-driven tree, the ultimate rotten fruit, which uh, where they destroyed a pastor, took his church. Um, they tried to force him to take mental health counseling, and then of course, if you don't take it, they this was in the Christian Missionary Alliance. Then um, uh, they think they have argued for more reasons to remove your credentials and your, by the way, your uh, salary. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, <laughs> other questions: If you don't ga- gain what the test promised, uh, I don't know how they can promise things uh, because that's counting tomorrow. Jesus said we don't know what tomorrow brings. Um, uh, and so, so what is really being measured? Uh, can your uh, can you do church service um, without taking psychological placement tests? Can you become a missionary without taking these tests? Will you be removed from your post if you don't take these? Um, and on it goes, Susan. <clears throat> yes, on it goes. It. it I guess we never thought we'd see the day. I see that we do have a caller, but uh, I'm not going to be taking any calls today because we did have someone in the chat room that uh, made some uh, made some comments, that, and I'm not sure that the caller isn't the person that was in the chat room. So I'm sorry, whoever the caller is, uh, I'm not going to take the call today, and uh, just for that reason, that's why because I'm not sure if this is the person, so I'd rather not. But 
Anyway, I wanted to, if I could insert a point, and it goes back a little bit to your question about who, what Carl Jung thought of uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. One of the reasons Carl Jung rejected Orthodox doctrine of Christianity um, uh, is because it teaches that Christ is only good, and there is no balancing good and evil, or for that matter, balancing your female with your, your male uh, side of yourself. Um, and... That just drove him. Well, this is uh, while you're making that point, because uh, of course we don't believe that. We don't believe that men have a female side and women have a male side. Well, That's he, part of his philosophy, is it? Balancing and reconciling opposites, uh, and it goes back. He owes some of. He didn't totally agree with uh, Hegel, George Hegel, but the Hegelian process of of harmonizing opposites to, to form a synthesis. And then you, uh, and there's constantly going on, and it's that's uh, the root of, of course, uh, communism, uh, and ultimately Soviet communism. Yes, because uh, Christians, we don't believe that uh, we have a uh, women have a male side as well as a female. Uh, that's part of the this whole uh, psychology with Freud, uh, Freud and Jung, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, and here's a. a the idea, and of course, in that those charts, you'll see I have a, a weighing scale where you balance these two opposite sides. On one side, um, is the, on the con, in his personality theory uh, of Carl Jung's, um, he got part of this idea from Taoism, which has the yin and the yang, the male and the female. Uh, so it's it's not new. The religion that's it goes back thousands of years, way before Jung. Uh, but uh, it, it became a perfect vehicle for Carl Jung to uh, insert, he used the term, uh, uh, converted the yin and the yang to animus and anima, which were uh, the male and the female. And they, uh, so what you, you had components of the male and the female, uh, and he described this as bi, psychological bisexuality. Um, that doesn't mean a person is bisexual in a literal sense, uh, but it's in your psychology. Now, this is the foundation of uh, Rick Warren, John Smalley, um, and I could go on and on with the quote-unquote done-in-Jesus-name Christians out there uh, promulgating, integrating psychotherapy with Christianity. Um, and this is the foundation. Uh, now, that kind of a root system, then we should we be surprised what kind of fruit comes out of this tree? <laughs> Not at all. I mean, it, it's very confusing. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, a few years back, it was over ten years ago, but when you know, somebody told me that, uh, you know, God had a male and a female part, and I was like, what? Uh, you know, it was just shocking. Well, St. John the Divine has a picture of, of Jesus Christ hanging on the cross with full breasts because they want oh. the female uh, uh, version. It's terrible. But and, but it, it, it's like, where do these things come from? And then why would any Bible-believing Christian even want to uh, believe such nonsense? But you could see where how these things have crept in and uh, people haven't done the uh, investigating and haven't done the studying and 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 that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to talk about this today because 
I know that there's people out there that they, they become involved in these things and they don't really realize, maybe even innocently, they became involved and uh, they don't know how much damage they could do to uh, themselves. And well, they, uh, they, Early Christians burned the, uh, the, these magic arts in, in a fire. Um, that might be one of the first things they ought to think about doing. Um, yeah. Uh, I have this also described in my first book on Rick Warren, but I've got to be very, very careful to tell you and your listeners that uh, as big and as huge as this is within Rick Warren's empire, uh, this personality profiling and the shape profiling, uh, it, it is massively distributed independent of Rick Warren didn't even exist. Uh, uh, the... the, the Oh, I remember it came out in the 80s. I think, uh, oh, um, the Left Behind, whoever wrote the Left Behind, Tim LaHaye, I think he had something like that at one time. In fact, because I... Because I remember they were bringing it into the church at the time. Yeah, that was the... Personality um, profiling tests. That was clear back in... It could have been, well, it was before that, because I, was at, I went to the Campus Crusade uh, Institute in the summer of 1969, and Tim LaHaye was bringing this uh, personality theory in. Clear yeah, back he was then. bringing it in. Uh, so, uh, and and he wasn't the first. And they're they're drawing from the four elements: wind, fire, etc. But it's it's integrated beyond that. And and they they Carl Jung foundation of this for the modern profiling, personality profiling, um, was became known, the, the big, the more famous one, and, the, and they fully admit that, that Myers-Briggs personality, MBTI it's known as, the abbreviation. Uh, I, uh, but it's var- variations uh, of, in Christian world, uh, Ken Vogue, um, and of course Gary Smalley, uh, and this whole animal thing, I, we went to a birthday party of a friend of ours who turned 50, and this pastor was there at a church we used to go to, and thank God we are not there now, but he uh, he was describing how he was using these um, Gary Smalley uh, personality profiles to, uh, to help the, this, the uh, these two people in marriage counseling to figure out what animal they are. Um <laughs> And you you just almost just standing there in disbelief. So that's the most important thing in marriage counseling to say nothing about um, uh, what do these animals uh, describe. There's absolutely you talk about pseudoscience. Signing I mean, it's almost yeah. an, it's an insult. I mean, it's really these people should have been insulted because we're created in the image and likeness of God. I didn't know that I was cre- telling someone that you're created in the image and likeness of an animal. It's ridiculous. And, and, the, uh, and, and t- um, they use an example, uh, whether you're a lion, an otter, a bear, or a dog. Um, well, we described <laughs> the lion has completely meaning, and it's used in the Bible. Um, uh, why don't why why isn't somebody a dragon or a sloth, an elephant? Uh, a viper uh, to figure out what their temperament type is. Uh, Daniel has visions of of uh, of beasts. Uh, uh, 
the lion, the bear, the leopard, and the uh, etc. And uh, or why not a trilobite? Um, and like, why why aren't some a sheep and somebody else are are goats? Um, and for that matter, uh, if you uh, uh, some sh- uh, shepherds that are over their flock that are pastors, um, they're also sheep. But how does a sheep become a shepherd without evolution? Uh, so it, it disintegrates the whole uh, the, the use of these terms to plug them into personality uh, profiling. Uh, and why not a bird or a trilobite? Um, and, <laughs> and and why a golden retriever for a dog? Why not a pit bull or a toy pig? Ridiculous. Another interesting point that you had on your PowerPoint presentation. Now, it's available at your website, perfectpeaceplan.com. Yes. Now, the way it's presented, uh, it's presented as I'm speaking. I'm describing the charts. Uh, but I also make available the charts, just like I sent to you, where they can just have the, uh, the color charts. Uh, yeah. And Those are excellent because it's so easy to understand because it could be the, – the topic can be a little heavy you know, at times, but the thing is the way you put it together, it's so easy to understand that anybody that looks at it can't miss the truth of what you're saying. It, it was just really excellent. And But one Thanks. of the other things – yes, uh, one of the other things that um, you talked about was the – what is inner alchemy? Inter-alchemy? Yeah, there was something on the PowerPoint presentation about Carl Jung's belief in inner alchemy and UFOs. Um, well, I have to be honest. I'm, I, I know what alchemy is. I'm not sure what I was re- referring to. Uh, with You mean as an I-N-N-E-R or I-N-T-E-R? Yeah, I-N-N-E-R, yeah, inner alchemy. Oh, I get it. Well, that's basically... Um, the the inner self um or the true self um and there's this huge barrier between uh the conscious which he called the false self and the subconscious where the the true self is and the only way you can tap once again the secret mystery religions uh uh the reason they're mysteries is you got to have these people help you find out and how to tap in to uh, these mysteries that you just wouldn't know them just by studying them. Now, in, in yeah. Christ, we have the mystery is is revealed, so there isn't anything left. There isn't. Our, right, there aren't any mysteries because anything you need to know is in the Word of God. So bingo. you don't uh, need anyone else to help you untap the hidden mysteries of the universe because everything God's already revealed everything in His Word. There's no secrets. But each individual. Uh, has their conscious, which is the false self, and then the inner self or the true self is is the subconscious, and and then that's for the individual. Uh, but all individuals together comprise what he uh, have the collective um, subconscious, if you would, or the collective unconscious, and that's where evolution enters the picture. Uh, that in this process that. Uh, this is where the true self is, uh, but it's still self. Um, and scripturally, we're to crucify self. So right. whatever crown <laughs> jewels are in there, uh, if if they're true at all, that we're to mortify them. 
uh, we're put That's them right. We don't exalt them. We don't uh, raise them up as, well, I found myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> so people, yeah, well, you hear that a lot where people say, I have to go find myself. Well, and and even if there's something in there that's that's uh, true, um, uh, do uh, do we have any business tampering with it? Uh, the the Lord, the Holy Spirit, in our innermost being, only He knows. Uh, there isn't anything in there that we can tamper. Only we can go to a certain point when we examine ourselves, see if we be in God. There's a, certainly we're doing that. But we're not examining our subconscious, uh, yeah. and part of the, why they use hypnosis is to is to close off the conscious, is to, is to block it so that we can tap into the subconscious. Yeah. Uh, going back to your your question about uh, uh, hypnosis, and the, the the thing is used with dreams and imagination, necromancy, and divination. And speaking of dreams, which he wrote extensively about too. Uh, uh, we've got a lot of, you hear all these Christians that say, oh, we're going to use dream therapy, uh, we're going to use dream counseling, yeah. or whatever. Um, so the, if the next time, and I invite any of these people, the next time they go visit their psychotherapist that, that want to talk about their dreams, before they get any advice at all from this so-called, and, and God forbid it's a Christian uh, psychotherapist, they... Uh, uh, so when they talk, want to talk about your dreams, ask the psychotherapist before uh, I tell you before I um, I tell you what my uh, we talk about the dream is. I want you, the psychotherapist, to tell me what my dream was. We're not doing any interpreting of this dream until you actually tell me what the dream is. Right. Because that's what happened in the book of Daniel. Uh, uh, Daniel didn't get any tips. Or hints, or suggestions, or any hypnosis, and on and on, in order to to, to open him up to figure out what the uh, what the king's dream was. Uh, Daniel, because of the Lord directly, told Daniel what the dream was, and then Daniel interpreted the dream. Uh, yes. Uh, so unless that person can tell you what the dream is, forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Well. I mean, it's not really forget that about necessary. it anyway. But uh, it, it should be dead. It should be breached. It should be um, stillborn. <laughs> yeah. Now he had a belief in UFOs. So what? What does that have to do, with Carl Jung, and his belief in UFOs? And also, I mean, it's got a lot to do with the end times too. Well, here's the thing with 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 you. Uh, uh, Satan himself is even going to be able to perform. Um, uh, miracles to the extent of signs and wonders, the way he did in Egypt. Right, uh, yeah. With Moses and the pharaohs, the magicians. So, yes, he did. Uh, no one's disputing that he can't uh, put these miracles out there. But the idea of, of these visitations of UFOs, well, in terms of, you know, the, the word UFO stands for unidentified flying object. <clears throat> well, the angels uh, are the visitors that we have to the earth. Now, we have two kinds. We have the fallen angels, happy to visit us, and possess us, actually. And then we have those that are ministering 
messengers from the Lord himself. Yes. Uh, uh, and they can get here from the third heaven, and when the Lord speaks it, they're here instantly. There's no traveling um, the speed of light to somehow get here, and if it, and if they were traveling at the speed of light, that would be a little bit slow because it would take a million years to get here. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're able to be here instantly. But this fixation with these visitors, let alone the ones that have ships that can take us away, uh, Satan would would love to deceive us with this idea of and the, what ship, what angel needs a ship? Now you do, you have um, uh, Elijah going into heaven in, in, in a chariot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so well, that's, that's the way to go. You know, you remember the the uh, what was that book? Um, uh, Vonnegut wrote uh, Chariots of the Gods or something. Uh, yeah. Where all where they came down to the earth. Uh, yeah. And and they think well that must be who built the pyramids and and all of these uh, uh, landing strip uh, markings down in South America uh, and 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 these big stones and stone uh, the Stonehenge thing the Easter Island with these huge yeah uh, uh, they said it could only be giants uh, meaning UFOs. Uh, you know, people uh, from another uh, galaxy or something came and built these, and I, and, and I would concede that of course they were there probably were giants, uh, but that just supports the scripture when there were giants in the land. Right, there uh, were. Well, they, uh, Goliath was a giant. Right, and and they were the uh, uh, that was really sort of the tail end of the uh, that that gene pool. It's a whole other topic about the angels having sex with. Uh, with with women in order to produce the uh, these giants, but that's another topic for another day. Yeah, well, I don't believe that. Uh, so, in any case, the the, uh, uh, the the gene pool from the giants, uh, th- there were certainly a, a, a whole race of giants. The Rephaim, and they lived in the Oaks of Bashan and uh, the east side of the Jordan, um, and so there's tons of them there. And of course, we have. Uh, animals, whether you have the dinosaurs that are that, that were giants before the, all, the flood, but the flood pretty yeah. much uh, ended all that. Except for there were some offspring of giants because, of course, uh, uh, Goliath came after the flood, uh, so there was some uh, residue left in some of the gene pools uh, that where we got them. But they pretty much uh, petered out after that, and lifespans also. Uh, dis, uh, oh yeah, went. lifespans changed. Yeah. Uh, so, we don't live to be 900 anymore. <laughs> uh, and, and so, uh, imagine that. That's um, an, another component. I don't know how that's connected with personality profiling, but it certainly so, shows that uh, it's just more evidence that, that Young was a kook. Yeah, uh, well, that, that that's the thing. The whole, um, the the whole, his whole, his writings and everything he. The things that he based his philosophies on it was definitely uh, on the occult astrology, and uh, he did not believe in Jesus Christ as uh, as we know Jesus. Right. And uh, so, yeah, it, it is kooky. Um, but I, I, I've known a few people, like I said before, that uh, they started to delve into these things, and it made shipwreck of their faith. Uh, if you start to believe and uh, start to accept these false teachings, uh, 
because we're not we're really not supposed to go there anyway. We're not supposed to be involved in the occult. And uh, but it's taken a whole new level. Uh, it's it's one thing to people to take these on the side. They're a Christian. It's it's gone to a whole new level. It's not only become a a matrix and the superstructure of of the of denomination churches mission organizations um, where there uh, it's one thing that you can uh, try my chocolate candy but you cannot take it if you don't want either uh, the, these are now compulsory to take yes yeah. so it's one thing yeah. to recommend magic arts but. Uh, Rick Warren and a host of these others like Gary Smalley take it to a whole new level. Uh, well, Gary Smalley doesn't directly make it compulsory, uh, but he's still teaching in his seminar. So he, if it's A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. Uh, so he's promoting this whole thing. Uh, and to so it's bad enough to take the magic arts, but then on top of that, the, to force you to have to take them, or worse, remove your credentials um, if you don't um, take these tests is pretty scary. Yeah, that is pretty scary. It really um, is. And uh, Dr. David Pittenger did, uh, took, uh, had people take these tests and have them retested. Um, and uh, short of five weeks, as many as 50% were reclassified into a different personality type. That So that's how f both fluid and unreliable uh, these categories are. Uh, yeah, I mean, why is it even important to uh, want to know what personality type you are? Uh, yeah, and, and like I it's said... It's not even important. What, what, what scripture, what single scripture based a calling <laughs> ever on a person's personality? It was based on their character, but it was never based on their personality. When, sure. When... Paul, when, when uh, Jesus sent them out by two, and Paul and Silas went out, and they went out by two, um, that you often had completely different personalities that were doing the same mission. Um, yes. And so what did it matter, what personality you were? That's right, because we're, we're basing uh, what we're doing anyway on the Word of God, and uh, that's our guidebook. That, that's the, uh, we try to, pattern our lives after the personality of Jesus and that's the only personality that matters uh, because we don't we definitely don't put our faith and our trust in the arm of flesh because we'll always be disappointed but we won't and, be disappointed and in him personality that we we uh, personalities of every human being are like as unique as one snowflake to the next star different are yes. in glory so there certainly are different personalities, and I'm not saying there's no such thing as personality. It's, right. it's just that well, how relevant is it um, to um, our calling of, of being Christ, being um, crucified with Christ, and being uh, nevertheless I live. Right. Uh, but you probably are wondering how in the world does this get such a foothold? And I think a lot of it has to do, besides the scripture, that men love darkness more than light. Um, yes. A lot of this has to do with it ties back to the uh, the the enlightenment of of being illuminated. And, of course, we have Lucifer was the shining one. So the idea is to become bright um, and to be illuminated, become enlightened, if you would. That's how we get the word enlightened and uh 
so the the smarter you are, the more light that you have, but it's all based on self. It's based on the light that you have with, with the knowledge that you've acquired. Uh, yes. And if you get a mentor or a psychotherapist to, to judge your test, you know, then, then you have somebody that's an expert that can tell you uh, what this knowledge means, uh, what this mystery means to you uh, in terms of your calling uh, to, to uh, so-called serve God. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh well, it, it's. I mean, it's a very interesting topic, and and I know that uh, somebody got some help today. And, and you know, if there if there is somebody that listened today or will be listening in the future, that they'll take what we've said and and do more investigation. And uh, would you, uh, James, would you tell the listeners a little bit about your websites? You have two websites. Yes. Uh, our main one is perfectpeaceplan.com, as in P-E-R-F-E-C-T-P-L-A-N.com, and that's that's our main site. The the other one is uh, if you just type in Rock Salt Publishing and my name James Sunquist, then that that site will pop up. That has even more articles that I've written over the last 10 years, but it also has um, it has a lot of in there, by the way, on Carl Jung. Uh, you can just see his name all over that. Yeah, so you've got some good articles there, yeah. Uh, um, so but that's the, uh, Rock, a lot rock more the, Salt. Uh, 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 rock Salt Publishing. If you type rock in Google, salt publishing. Uh, because if I, the, the URL is a little complicated if I just yeah. give it a letter. Yeah, so if they just go to Rock Salt Publishing, that that'll take them to to that site where those articles are about Carl Jung. Right, and first it yeah. brings up just the home page, and then you go my biographies in there, but then you click next, and that takes you to the string of articles, and I see about a, a dozen uh, right off in the top the first page uh, with Carl Jung's name in it. Yeah, um, there, there's a chart in there that compares psychology to scripture, uh, and the actual movie of my presenting the color slideshow that you are looking at, um, I don't think that's on that site. It might be. Um, it's on Perfect Peace Plan. Is it? Okay, so they can actually watch the movie of you presenting the slideshow. Yes, and I'm. Oh yeah, that's great. More. Yeah, that's good. I'm going. I'm going to watch it myself. Um, it's. Um, it's. There's part one and part two. Um, and I'm going to try to get, if you go to the media page um, on Perfect Peace Plan, then I'm going to try to get even more precise with the actual uh, URL to help you, uh, your listeners. Uh, and, you know, I've talked to, uh, you know, there's pastors that say that what what does it matter um if the guy was wasn't even a believer, as long as it's truth, you know, all truth is God's truth. You've heard that argument. Oh, I know. I mean, there was a there was a Nazi that wrote a commentary, a Greek uh, dictionary or a commentary, and uh, I refused to use it. And I I, w- I even mentioned it to a, a minister friend that why would you want to use a commentary, a biblical commentary that was written by a Nazi? <laughs> 
it's the same thing. You know, you, we can't be um, uh, making such ridiculous statements that, well, you know, what does it matter? It does matter. It does matter what we read and what we take in. Of course, we can read things for investigation to uh, compare the belief system, but it, it can't. What we what we believe can't disagree with the Word of God because that's what we base our. Uh, and our I'm faith. sure you've heard it a lot that that this this psych, psychotherapy is is one of God's gifts uh, to help man solve their problems. Um, but whatever happened to all all Scripture is pr- is profitable um, for rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Um, that you may yes, be, and the washing it, of the water of the word is what uh, washes out your mind from your old thinking, and your thinking changes as you read the, the word of God. And uh, it, it, it really is amazing how God can change your your thinking, and uh, you get you get right thinking. But that only comes by reading His word and having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So. Now, there, Paul had his his scrolls, and the Bible gives teachers, and teachers write a book. Um, I'm a teacher. I wrote a book. I'm a Christian. But uh, I say that to the extent that, yes, I wrote a book, but the book points everybody back to the book. Right. Um, anyway, right. if you go to perfectpeaceplan.com, click Media Files, okay. um, then scroll down on the left where it has the list of a bunch of videos. You go down and you'll see Who's Driving the Purpose Driven Church Part 2. Um, and like I said earlier, Susan, it's though it describes how Rick Warren used his personality shape program, uh, it's, it's an in-depth analysis of Carl Jung's uh, personality uh, profiling teaching that is used in a lot of different uh, personality profilings that have nothing to do with Rick Warren and that are used in a host of Christian denominations, psychotherapy, mental health counseling, you name it, uh, ir- irrespective of Rick Warren. But because the analysis is in there, it just happens, to, in one sense, happens to be uh, connected here with Rick Warren. It, yeah. Uh, that connection was there long before Rick Warren existed and to be there uh long after. Uh so it's it's related, there's an overlap. Uh so I, I wanted to just make sure that that was clear. Okay. All right then. So uh that's for the listeners if you'd like to go to uh perfectpeaceplan.com that's James Sunquist's uh website and he he's also written some good books and they're available on Amazon and also at your website. Are your books available there also at your website? Yes, as well as the if you go to the articles tab, that that that's more of the updates on on the current events, crises uh and I'm uh, working on a film. I'm going down to South Carolina and I'm doing a film it's going to be a trilogy of three parts. The, the overarching title is going to be Making Merchandise of Men's Souls. Oh, that's good. And it's going to have three parts. One of the parts is what we talked about today. Um, the other part is going to be devoted to the churches and headquarters of denominations going and uh, uh, 
hijacking and stealing people's <laughs> local church properties yeah. and bank accounts. Yeah. Um, the more current version of that is in the Christian Missionary Alliance, where uh, a church in New Jersey uh, is. Uh, they actually the headquarters sued the local church in order to go to take their property, and and they're they're uh, put their the pastor there. They put him on trial. That's going to happen uh, the first week of July, um, and they yanked his credentials before he even gets gets a trial, um, and because he's not. Uh, going along with the plan. Um, right. So that's the second component, and the third is, is going to be on on the um, m- making merchandise of the uh, land of Israel. Um, yeah. Uh, and well, what that's Obama's That's going to be great. So then where will this film be available? Uh, it'll be available through Cutting Edge Ministries, uh, and it's I don't know if it's going to take them the It'll be available in the fall, or it won't be available before the fall, but it'll be okay. done probably sometime this fall. Uh, no, that sounds great. That's, and, that's, it's really needed because we do need uh, – it's, it's wonderful for people to see it, and uh, videos are very effective uh, ways of communication. So uh, I'll be looking well, forward it, to that. I could talk on a lot of things, but that, that's both current um, and – it, people say, well, that, that's fine, that's ivory tower stuff, that doesn't affect me. Well, it affects you if, if if you're in a church and they're requiring you to take these tests. It affects you if it's your church they come and install. Uh, um, and there's a, uh, a lot of people believe that, that those that do not bless Israel, if they, they try to uh, carve up their land and give it away to somebody else, that God brings plagues on different countries. Um, so uh, it doesn't affect you, except if you happen to be in America and your president uh, is bringing a curse on this country, uh, at some point that tornado might just hit your town. Yeah. Uh, well, there, there's a lot to talk about, and uh, I'm going to have you back again real soon. But, James, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your birthday today. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you you uh, you made it a special birthday, and you, you always are so wonderful of a host. You you just inspire me, and 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 it's uh, just wonderful. And I and I've been on tons of shows in in the last uh, fifteen years, and you're just right. You're just top shelf, Susan. Thank you. I enjoy what I do, and uh, I'm glad God's given me this opportunity to be a voice and uh, for Jesus. So thank you so much, James. I'll be talking with you again real soon, okay? Sounds good. God bless you, Susan. Okay. God bless you. Bye-bye. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today and uh, take time to really listen to this program. Go back and listen to it again and again if you've been involved in uh, some of this psychology and this personality profiling. And if it has disturbed you, uh it would be good for you to uh, go to James' website and read his article so that you can understand. It, it, even if you had that feeling that something was wrong and uh, maybe you couldn't get anybody to agree with you, but uh, we agree with you. And uh, you, you, when you know the truth, the truth makes you free. So uh, we want to be free. Uh, we don't want to be bound up, uh, burdened down. 
by personality profiling and uh, trying to figure out what personality, why am I like this, why do I, ha- do I have this personality or that personality. Um, we don't, you know, God isn't the author of confusion, so uh, we don't have to be confused in life. We can just rest and have the peace of God which passes all understanding and um, know that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's a wonderful Lord. He's a wonderful Savior. And it's a wonderful life being a Christian. Amen? So uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ today as your Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation. You can know. I believe in, in, a, in a simple prayer for receiving Jesus Christ because it, that's what happened to me. Salvation isn't difficult. It's not hard to understand and I know that some people talk about easy believism, but I, I believe it's easy to accept Jesus because he paid the price. The price has already been paid, and uh, the difficult part is over. The simple part is asking him to reveal himself to you for who he really is, God, is, God our Savior, our Redeemer, the Prince of Peace, and uh, the salvation is a free gift. You don't have to work for it because none of us are good enough. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us have. And um, Jesus Christ paid the price for our sins. Imagine God himself coming down, leaving heaven and coming down to earth and living on the earth and then dying on a cross. That's love. That's love. And uh, our God is a God of love. He loves us. And uh, he forgives us of all our sins, no matter what it is. He, he's, he forgives us, and he forgets about it. He, he um, makes you a new creation, a new creature. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. And that is real. That is real. And uh, it's amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Amen. That saved a wretch like me. I once was blind, uh, lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. So... I want to thank you again for stopping in and for listening to this program. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be with me. And uh, remember, God loves you. Hallelujah. Bye for now. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above Oh, I'm going to a city And it's set on a hill And someday I'll be in heaven And there'll be no sorrow there Oh, I'm going to a city It lies four square The gates are made of jasper And I'll see Jesus there I'm going to a city on a hill And someday I'll be in heaven And there'll be no sorrow Yeah.
I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. I'm going to a city, it lies four square. The gates are made of jasper and I'll see Jesus there. I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there.